You're listening to You've Got This, episode 284. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I'm going to share about how I am pursuing a new credential. And if you have been around long enough, hopefully you're shaking your head at me a little bit because uh, for the pandemic period, this was kind of my coping strategy was formalized learning. This is this is what I did in 2020 and 2021. And so I thought it would be helpful in this episode, first of all, to talk through the credentials I have and a little bit about the process for each one, just to kind of put it all into one place, uh, one episode, and then tell you about the one that I'm pursuing next. Um, as I record this, actually this upcoming weekend. So it's coming up really fast. Um, But I I think that it's helpful to think through when you're thinking about pursuing some kind of learning opportunity or credential, what is the why behind it? And I have a really concrete why behind this one that I'm pursuing next. So um, hang out for just a few minutes while I talk about these other credentials, and then I'll talk about this next one. So um, among the credentials I have, I happen to have a credential to teach yoga. This was something that I pursued during the pandemic. I actually did a, a 500 hour yoga training. I did a 200 hour and then I added on a 300 hour and then I also did a 200 hour meditation teacher training. So I'm actually credentialed to teach yoga and to teach meditation. And for me, this is probably the one of the more time intensive uh, credentials that I've ever done. But it was so um, helpful to me to go through the pandemic and have this kind of dedicated time that I was giving to yoga practice, which I hadn't really done in depth before I decided to do the training. And my why behind pursuing that particular credential, it wasn't really about teaching yoga, although I really enjoyed that part of kind of learning that. It was also for me to just deepen my understanding of what yoga was and to see if it was something that I wanted to incorporate as more of a life practice for myself. And uh, it was just hugely beneficial for the timing of it to be during the pandemic. So um, I hold those credentials with Yoga Alliance. I also have my coaching credential. This is the other one that I've done that's pretty time intensive as well. So I'm currently credentialed at the PCC level with the International Coaching Federation and that's as a professional certified coach, and that's the middle level that you can be credentialed at with that particular organization. And basically what it means is I've had over 125 hours of training, and I've also had um, over 500 hours of experience. At this point, I'm about 1,300 hours of experience as a coach. This is something that I track because the next credential is uh, 2,500 hours of experience, and I know I'm not going to get there anytime soon, but I want to have a a bit of a log so that I know when I'm getting close. So um, that credential is one that led me eventually into creating my own coach training program, which I've talked about on this show before. But basically, that's a credential. What I appreciate about that coaching credential is the combination between education and experience, um, that you're going into it really needing to gain a certain number of hours of experience before they credential you, which I think is uh, a pretty cool part of that credential. Now, I also have uh, a credential that I've pursued over the the pandemic, which is my PMP. This is a um, project management credential through um, the Project Management Institute. And I ended up also after that pursuing another credential um, for Disciplined Agile, which is a kind of a form of project management that's often used in IT. 
And I just didn't really understand a lot about it. And so I was kind of curious. And, and that second credential in Disciplined Agile was um, a lot less intensive than the PMP. Similarly to some of these other credentials, the PMP also requires a certain level of experience. Um, and I should also mention the current credential I hold for yoga teaching, I had to teach 100 hours of yoga to get to that level. So all of these are kind of like you level up by doing the work, which I find to be um, really helpful because you gain experience over time and then you get kind of uh, uh, kind of rewarded or you have like the motivation of working your way up in these different credentials. So the PMP is a credential where you have to have a certain level of project management experience. I think it's the equivalent of like four years before you can even apply to take the exam. And then there is a pretty intensive exam that's proctored. And I did talk about this on a previous uh, podcast episode, my experience going through that. So I will link to that in the show notes if I have other episodes or things where I've talked about these credentials. I'll definitely link to all of those if you want to go on a deeper dive with any of these areas. Um, but the PMP, I, I think I found the PMP to be the hardest credential to go for because there was so much translation work between what we do in higher education and what project management has typically been used for in other industries. Um, like this was definitely not a training that was translating that for higher ed. And so I was having to do a lot of that work myself. And the more I've worked with project managers, which is something I get to do a lot more in the job I currently have, the more respect I have for this field because there's just, um, it's complex. And someone who manages a project really well, for those of you who've worked with project managers, I think you know what I mean. Um, it's an art as much as it is a science to watch someone do that. So PMP and then also that disciplined agile uh, credential both came out of the Project Management Institute. Okay, and so the next credential that I worked on, and I don't know if this is all in sequential order, but just the next one I'll talk about, I should say, is um, that I'm a certified professional in talent development. And this is a credential that I was pursuing because it actually ties together a bunch of different skills that I have, um, but kind of more from an industry perspective than for like a higher ed perspective. And so I was introduced to this credential through a, a friend and colleague who um, was an instructional designer. And there's a bunch of stuff in, in talent development around um, organizational development, change management, instructional design, uh, coaching was included in this, and it involved uh, studying and then an exam. And I actually had so much fun <laughs> studying for this credential. This is like the ultimate nerd that I am, um, that it, I could like put together a reading list and I read through a bunch of stuff on talent development. And I feel like, I mean, this might be in part because, um, I don't know, I've always been kind of intrigued by human resources because it does involve a lot of like training and supporting staff and faculty. And I feel like there's ties to faculty development and kind of my work in that area. So just to think about talent development from that perspective and kind of having a learning organization and what does that mean? Um, I think that's a big reason why I pursued that particular credential was just to have a little bit more of a well-rounded approach to the background that I had built for myself, more on the teaching and learning side in faculty development, but wanting to think about like building out trainings from a more holistic perspective. And um, so I really found that uh, credential to be really fascinating. And then the most recent um, credential, and it's not really a credential, it's more of a certificate that I earned was one around change management. And this is something that I actually did last summer um, before I transitioned jobs. And I, I really started to get intrigued by this concept of 
change management and how it kind of ties in with organizational development and how it's also tied in with project management. And that leads me to the current training (laughs) that I'm about to do. So I have been engaging in a lot of um, change projects at my institution, and I have had the opportunity to work with our institutional change manager. And she introduced me to a bunch of different tools and different kind of questions that she's asking. And I found it just really, really fascinating. And as I did a deeper dive into it, what I realized was the change management certificate that I did was highly theoretical. It was kind of introducing you to like the overall concepts of change management, but there are actual um, kind of certifications that you can get that introduce you to the tools, kind of the on the ground work that you do. And some of this is, for example, um, there's a tool called a change impact analysis that you can do. And it allows you to walk through when you're going through a change, like who's impacted by that change? And do you have like executive sponsorship for that change to support it? Do you have a budget to support it? Like it kind of walks you through all these different pieces. And I didn't have that kind of practical knowledge. I had the more theoretical knowledge about change but not really the practical knowledge of how to plan for it and then how to execute it in a way that's really effective, especially when it's large scale. So I ended up talking with this colleague of mine and I and she's a certified change manager through a, a company called ProSci. And I looked into ProSci and I thought about doing this on my own just because I think it's interesting. And um, as I do various projects you know, within my business or, or other things, I was like, well, maybe this is a, a thing I can add to my toolkit. But the more I thought about it, the more I I was thinking that this is really for my job. Like this is not necessarily for me on my own, although it's great knowledge to have and I would love to have this toolkit. I'm literally doing this work every day. Um, And as much as I love working with this change manager, because I'm so involved in change projects, I can't count on her to be there for me for every single project that I'm doing. And she can kind of do a little bit of training for me, but I felt like I needed the training for myself. So I ended up signing up for um, a training to become a certified change manager through ProSci, and I'll link to it in the show notes for anyone who's interested. And kind of the benefit of this training is that it happens over a relatively short period of time. So I'm going to do three intensive training days uh, that take place over a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday. And then I think it's done. Like, I, I don't think it's like more work after that. Now, this is very different than some of my other credentials that require a lot of experience. Um, and there's deeper levels that you can go with this particular company to kind of understand what they're doing. But in the training that I'm taking, I get the tools. I get to have an understanding of the methodology and I get to see um, the different kinds of tools to build out change projects and to think about, for me at least, how that dovetails with what I know about project management, which is another thing that I've really, really had to build in to a lot of the work that I'm doing. I'm doing a lot of project management and I'm doing a lot of change management. And there's a ton of overlap between the two. And you can kind of um, merge them in some ways and align the different methodologies for project management and change management. Now, I anticipate that some of you are listening to this at this point, and maybe you're like, your eyes are getting a little droopier. You're like, this is kind of boring. This, <laughs> this is not interesting. Well, I would say that when it comes to credentials and deciding if there's something that you want to do, you should always pick something that you're genuinely interested in. And this is something that I have been interested in for a while. I've been reading about it. I've been thinking about it. I've been, you know, kind of 
doing it in my job. Um, and I wanted to have a deeper dive so that I could do it more effectively. So I'm really excited actually to go to this training and spend, you know, three days. This is completely virtual, by the way. Um, and then to be able to take these tools, you know, back to my job and potentially even be able to help other people understand what these tools can can do and be. And especially as I'm building out a team, um, which is kind of what I'll be doing over the coming months, I want to make sure that when I'm thinking about onboarding processes and other kinds of things for this group, um, that I'm really intentional about it. And then I'm, I'm trying to give it, you know, the best shot that I can with all the tools that I can have in my toolkit. So I would love to hear if you have been thinking about pursuing any kind of training or if you have ideas for credentialing that would be kind of interesting for you. Again, I've linked to all these different kinds of things that I've been talking about in the show notes in case you want to take a look. Um, But I definitely have found it to be such an added um, kind of value to my career and to my skill set that I have. Um, a lot of things that are, again, like formalized learning opportunities that really help me to do a deeper dive and that guide my own practice in a lot of these areas so that I can feel like I have a deep understanding of what I'm trying to do and how it fits in with kind of my larger goals and what I'm trying to offer as a unit contribution in my job. So um, happy to answer questions. If you want to send anything my way, you can always email me at hello at drkatielinder.com. And I'll try to update as well after this training is done just to give you a sense of what it was like. Um, But happy to also answer questions if this is something that you think might be a fit for you. So thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. You can access show notes and transcripts for each episode at drkatielinder.com slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show through Apple Podcasts.